Love Talk Radio.
Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning, Father, thanking you for another Monday morning, another week beginning. We give you glory, we give you honor, and Father, we give you praise, for there's none like you. Or we can search all over, but we won't find nobody, nobody greater than you, almighty God, who have all power. There's no higher power. We bow down before you, Jehovah. And we worship you in spirit and in truth. And we come this morning with a pure heart, asking that, Lord, you would move on our behalf. Every household represented here today, move, Father, in the name of Jesus. Bless our family and our friends and near and far. You know what we're standing in need of today. And, Father, you supply need according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Thank you for, for where you brought us from. And, Father, we thank you to where you're carrying us to. We trust you this morning. We have faith in you. We trust you. And we have patience to wait on you. For, Lord, you're going to renew our strength if we'll wait on you. Hallelujah. We just want to be patient because we know that you are our God, the great God, again, that have all power. Bless every caller again this morning, Father. Every listener, those that's coming through the archives and the podcast, and those that are coming from overseas. And Lord, you know again what we need. Do it today, if it be your will, in the name of Jesus, because your will will be done. And so we're thankful. We're thankful. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here today. Move by your spirit. Lord, bless our guests. Robin Lynn Maven this morning, and move for her and her household, God. You know what she's standing in need of, and Lord, you can supply it. Do it today for her, in the name of Jesus. Open doors and make ways. Lord, you know where she desire to go and what she really want to do. So, Lord, do it for her. Do it through her, in the name of Jesus. Father, bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here. Help us, Lord, to be that candle that sit on the hill that can't be healed. Help us lift up the bloodstained banner, Lord, as a way to lead others to you. For you wish that none should perish. We ask that you would do it this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, bless those that are sick this morning, those that are in pain, those that are going through. Lord, we ask that you would break Brother Louis feeble, touch and heal his body, and God cut this thing out from the root that it have nothing to grow back on in the name of Jesus. Lift his head up, oh God. Bless and strengthen Sherry as he's going through this fever in the name of Jesus. Thank you this morning, Father. God, we thank you. We thank you for your healing power. Bless those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military, widowed, bereaved families, intercessory prayer people everywhere. Father, praying in the name of Jesus, preachers everywhere, preaching in the name of Jesus, and obedience unto you and love for your people. Father, continue to bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem. And Father, we ask that you would bless all our brothers and sisters overseas. God, move for them. And Lord, we ask that you would move quickly and in a special way for those who can't mention the name Jesus. They can't mention the Holy Bible. Lord, they can't witness. They can't have Bible study. They can't talk of your wondrous work out loud and make known your deeds among the people. 
Father, we ask that you would move with them in a special way this morning. Keep them safe from all hurt, harm, or danger. Lucia protecting angels around them today. In the name of Jesus. And Father, continue to bless America and the leadership. Have mercy upon us today, oh God. And Lord, whatever's in our leadership that shouldn't be, we ask that you would remove it. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you would rebuke the enemy in our leadership for name's sake. Lord, you know what's best for us. We're your people. Again, we believe and we trust you. And Lord, we have the patience to wait on you. Help us today. Strengthen us all. In the name of Jesus, bless right here this morning. In Jesus' name, we ask in it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We give him glory. We give him honor and we give him praise. Good morning, Acts uh, 23, uh, Acts, Acts 2.38, believer. God bless you this morning. God bless you. God bless you. It's been a while. And uh, I love that portion of the word, too. Acts 2 and 38. Oh, ha, I love that. Yes. My mom used to teach that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we thank God this morning for teaching everyone. I mean, I see you made it. God bless you. And uh, Sister Jerry, we thank God for you. And uh, good morning to you again. And Sister Dr. Goodman, good morning to you. And I believe our guest is in. Uh, Robin and Mabin this morning. So, Abide Lives. I know you've heard of Abide Lives somewhere on Facebook, if you have a Facebook page. And so, we thank God for her. She used to be the promotion and the production manager of Jesus in the Morning Radio. And God moved her on to bigger and better things. And so, we tell him thank you. We lift up the name of Jesus. Yeah, for all he has done, what he's doing right now and what he's going to do for her. We want to finish our morning devotion, and then we're going to bring our guests in. Yeah. So, listen, I'm going to one more request of the morning, and uh, it is already all right in Jesus' name. I love this one myself, and uh, to everyone who requested it again, I thank God for you. Yeah, I'd like to listen to this. He's 11 years old, reciting all of this. He learned it. Jesus Christ is the seed of the woman. In Exodus, he is the Passover lamb. In Leviticus, he is our high priest. In Numbers, he is the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. In Deuteronomy, he is the prophet like unto Moses. In Joshua, he is the captain of our salvation. In Judges, he is our judge and lawgiver. In Ruth, he is our kinsman redeemer. In First and Second Samuel, he is our trusted prophet. In Kings and Chronicles, he is our reigning king. In Ezra, he is the rebuilder of the broken out walls of human life. In Esther, he is our Mordecai. In Job, he is our ever-living redeemer. In Psalms, he is our shepherd. In Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, he is our wisdom. In Song of Solomon, he is our loving bridegroom. In Isaiah, he is the prince of peace. Jeremiah, he is our righteous branch. In Lamentations, he is our weeping prophet. In Ezekiel, he is the wonderful four-faced man. In Daniel, he is the fourth man in life's fiery furnace. In Hosea, he is the faithful husband, forever married to the backslider. In Joel, he is the baptizer with the Holy Ghost and fire. In Amos, he is our burden bearer. In Obadiah, he is mighty to save. In 
Jonah, he's our great foreign missionary. And Micah, he's the messenger of beautiful feet. And Nahum, he's the avenger of God's elect. And Habakkuk, he's God's evangelist, crying, Revive thy works in the midst of the year. Zephaniah, he's our savior. And Haggai, he's the restorer of God's lost heritage. And Zechariah, he's the fountain opened up at the house of David for sin and uncleanliness. And in Malachi, he's the son of righteousness, rising with healing in his wings. And Matthew, he's the king of the Jews. And Mark, he's the servant. And Luke, he's the son of man, feeling what you feel. And John, he's the son of God. And Acts, he's the savior of the world. And Romans, he's the righteousness of God. And 1 Corinthians, he is the rock of all deserve. And 2 Corinthians, he is the triumphant one, giving victory. And Galatians, he is your liberty. He set you free. And Ephesians, he is the head of the church. And Philippians, he is your joy. And Colossians, he is your completeness. And First and Second Thessalonians, he is your hope. And First Timothy, he is your faith. And Second Timothy, he is your stability. And Philemon, he is your benefactor. And Titus, he is truth. And Hebrews, he is your perfection. And James, he is the power behind your faith. And First Peter, he is your example. And Second Peter, he is your purity. And First John, he is your life. And Second John, he is your pattern. And Third John, he is your motivation. In Jude, he is the foundation of your faith. In Revelation, he is your coming king. He is the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He is the keeper of creation, the creator of all. He is the architect of the universe and the manager of all time. He always was, he always is, and he always will be. Unmoved, unchanged, undefeated, and never undone. He was bruised and brought healing. He was pierced and he's pain. He was persecuted and brought freedom. He was dead and brought life. He is risen and brings power. He reigns and brings peace. The world can't understand him. The armies can't defeat him. Schools can't explain him and the leaders can't ignore him. Hair couldn't kill him. Pharisees couldn't confuse him. The people couldn't hold him. Nero couldn't crush him. Hitler couldn't silence him. The new age can't replace him. And Oprah can't explain him away. He is life, love, longevity, and Lord. He is goodness, kindness, gentleness, and God. He is holy. His will is unchanging, and his mind is on me. He is my redeemer. He is my savior. He is my guide. He is my peace. He is my joy. He is my comfort. He is my Lord, and he rules my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I like hearing this little 11-year-old boy explain every chapter in the Bible. I thought that was just absolutely wonderful. And that's that's a sign of train up the child in the way he should go. And when he get old, he won't depart from it. Now, he learned that. He didn't memorize that. He learned. And when we memorize something, we can forget. But if you learn it, you won't forget it. Yeah. And I thank God for that. That's because even if he strayed in his older years, he's returning. But while he's even out, if that was the case, while he was out doing whatever, away from God, all of this would be a burden on him. It would be just weighing on him. You know, yeah, go back, go back, go back. Yeah, because God is married to the backslider. And, you know, I was looking um, last night at different things because I believe the Lord is not coming back. I believe he's on his way back, yeah. 
And uh, I think that we should be preparing and not thinking of what we think and following our own understanding, you know. We got the answer. We believe this. No, we need to get in that word in prayer, fasting and praying and asking God to truly give us an understanding of his word, the way he wants us to live it daily. How do you want us to apply this daily? What does this mean? I need the true understanding because uh, many are part of that wickeder and wiser crew. And I don't want to be a part of wickeder and wiser. Mm -mm. I want to be a part of the precious promise of God. I want to be a part of his will being done and not mine. I want to walk in the spirit daily that I don't fulfill the lust of my flesh. He keeps my mind because I ask him to let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. So I don't be out here doing crazy stuff and thinking I'm, you know, I'm doing the right thing. So we just got to pray. And these things come by fasting and praying too. Not just demon coming out. Yeah. Anything you need spiritually, you can fast and pray talking to God about it. Because he wants us to have a pure heart, a clean heart. Yeah, he will renew the right spirit within us. Hallelujah. So we thank him this morning, but I was thinking on this. There are still people who want the truth about God. Yeah. Many people, you see them doing all kind of stuff, but they really, in their heart, wish they knew the real truth about God. And many don't know how to go to him. You know, the, 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 the church many times teach these some kind of prayers. I don't know what I would call them. But the true prayer is to go to God with a sincere heart and just open up and talk to him like you would your best friend. Yeah, just tell him all about it. Have the patience to wait on him. The first key is to believe. Believe not only he hears, but he's going to answer. Many people don't understand that. They don't know how to get that done. Because the key to coming to God is faith. Believe it. Those of us that come to him, we must believe that he is a rewarder of them. He's going to keep diligently, faithfully, always, often, constantly seeking him. So if you're seeking him for wisdom of him, you're seeking him for truth, of him, you're seeking to know him better, you're seeking to see if his word is true. You gotta constantly pray, constantly seek it, constantly believe it. He's gonna reward you, and nobody can take it from you. What I have, nobody can take it from me. Because I know it to be the truth. He gave it to me. And it works every time. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, now, they don't want to uh, feel like God is equal to them and they to him. That's not the way these people who seek in God but truth in him and really want him. That, that That's not what they're doing. Yeah. They don't want him to be the, the, the God of equal. Because if God was equal to us really and not more than and not all powerful and have all power and not made us, he would be on the same level as we. And we can only do so much. With us, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. 
So that's what they're looking for, are all possible gods. Yeah. What they want is a pure and holy God, again, who have all power. A God they can love from a sincere heart, a God that is different and do not think like humans. And no, you know, loving God that will accept the ugly things we accept and add the things that please this man. That's not the kind of God they're looking for. But that wasn't the kind I was looking for. I was looking for a pure and holy God who just don't accept any and every old thing. And who wanted the people to do what he could accept and what pleases him. I didn't know it at the time, but that's the kind of God I was looking for because that's the kind of God I found, and there's only one. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. Yeah. There is such a God, and he will not change. And that's what I needed. I needed a God who wouldn't be blue on Monday, green on Tuesday, red on Wednesday. He done turned gold on Thursday, silver on Friday, purple on Saturday. He's orange on something now. I needed the same God every day. That he don't change, his ways don't change, his word hold true. Now, when I was seeking him, I really didn't know all of this. But after I found him, that's when I realized what I had found. I've heard a song that says, I found a savior. <laughs> and he is sweet, I know. He's sweet, I know. He is sweet, I know. Dark clouds may rise. Stormy winds may blow. But I'll tell the world wherever I go that I found a Savior. And he's sweet, I know. Because once I found him, he showed me many of his ways we're going to call him. He showed me his capabilities, what he could do. He never showed me what he couldn't do because there's nothing he can't do. He's that big. His word hold true. I found all these things out for myself. I wasn't at church. I went to God with a sincere heart. I went to God believing him. Once he showed me he was real because I told him, I said, I, I want to believe you're real. I don't know. But if you're real, and in other words, you show me you're real, I want to be as real in you as you are real. Things I never was able to do began to happen. I could read in Genesis with the vows and the bees and understand. I had never done that before. But after the true prayer, the sincere prayer came forth. And God knows the very intent of our heart. He know I meant what I said. God bless you, Brother Louis. <laughs> God knew I meant what I said. So look what he did for me. He come in. Wasn't a whole bunch of people, you know, just me, he, and I. He sent me to two different churches. And that last church, oh boy, he used the senior bishop to teach me. Yeah, he taught me through the senior bishop. It wasn't the bishop. No way bishop would have known these days. Only God could reveal this to him. He told me things only God and I had a conversation about. He was nowhere near. Yeah, many times he was in a whole other part of the country. I'm in Alabama. He in Georgia. No way he could have known. 
Nobody was at my house. God is faithful. And he's on our side in spite of us. So look, he gave me what I needed. He's a kind, gracious, and merciful, and full of real love, the kind of love that is hard to believe it exists. It's hard to believe that kind of love that he has exists. Because, see, we're like this. When we know we're wrong, we feel some type of way as the world says we feel bad or, you know, if that's not the way you want to feel, if that's not really you, you don't really want to go around hurting people or doing things, but all of a sudden you feel, well, they did it to me, I'm going to get them back or whatever your case may be. But he's that kind of God that loves the good, the bad, and the ugly. He's that kind of God. He so loved us that he sent his only begotten son, that whoever believe on him won't perish but have everlasting life. Yeah, your spirit will live forever. He even sent this son away. Send him away to prepare a place for us that where he is one day we may be also. But it's according to your faith. It's according to what you believe. Because by your own belief you'll be saved. But you you want to make it calling an election sure. You want to believe according to the word of God. Not not because this is what you believe. But because God says so. Yeah. And we want to seek him and get to know him. Because many times we're lukewarm. We got a foot in the world and a foot in God. He said he wasn't going to have you lukewarm. He'll steal you out of his mouth. Either we got to be hot or cold with God. We got to be up or down. Yes or no. Right or wrong. There's no in-between. There's no maybe. There's not even an if, really. Because God is straight. He don't give us anything that will confuse you. Or maybe, or if, all of that may confuse us. So he's just straight up and down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So anything that sounds evil and filthy, he have no part in it. He's a holy God. He's righteous. He's a clean God. Yeah. So therefore, we got to be holy. We got to be righteous. And we got to live a clean life before him daily. His eyes are in every place. See, a lot of things we forget. He's beholding the evil and the good. Again, this morning, he knows the very intent of our hearts. So we want to be these people that seeking this kind of God daily. We want to find him for ourselves. And we want to commit to him. Jehovah, the God that have all power, there's no higher power. The God that's on our side, spite of us. The God that looks beyond fault and yet meet me. Yeah, this is the God. Okay, Brother Louis, we're going to pray. Yeah. So we thank God this morning, and we give him glory, honor, and praise. For who he is. Good morning, solar landlord. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in with us. Happy to see you here today. Yeah. He's on our side. He's for us. We're just not for him. Because as the world say, we walk around in our feelings. We walk around acting as if we deserve something other than death. 
The scriptures say, in sin that my mother conceived me. Go look at it. the one over there, if I'm not mistaken. Give me a clean heart, oh God. Renew the right spirit within the David telling us some stuff because he went through some stuff and he did some stuff. He did plenty of dirt. But once he got it right with God, that was no more foolishness. He learned. This is not the kind of God that's going to tolerate foolishness. And David thought he had did something when he killed Uriah. He really thought he had got away with it. And, you know, that first baby died. <laughs> the prophet Nathan come over there and told him what he had done without telling him what he had done. You understand? Without embarrassing him to the fullest. So God could have told Nathan, go tell David he killed Uriah. I saw the whole thing, but he did. He told him in a way where David can handle it. God won't put any more on us, <clears throat> excuse me, than we can bear. But we have this form of godliness, you know, the shell of it. And we don't really seek God with our whole heart and really get in there and stay in there. The least good thing happened, we run a, something else, you know, that. Instant, instant, quickly, we can see results right now. That's what we want. People have called me. I prayed for them. They called me back that evening. Nothing happened. I'm like, excuse me? Nothing happened. I said, well, can you give God? No, I, I need this right now. I said, well, he's not moving right now. He's got perfect timing. And, and if you don't have the patience to wait, I don't know what, what else I can tell you. You can't move his hand when it's not time for his hand to move because if he moved, it, he moved his hands right now, it'll mess everything up. He's working it out so that in the end, you will be victorious. You will be the winner. You'll have victory. Yeah. A lot of times, I don't, I don't think we really know what victory is because we, we, we just got to have something else, and we need another God. And the God that we have, we want to sit him in the corner in a box, tell him when and where to come out. No, ma'am. God is bigger than your house. You can't put him in no box inside your house. Come out now, Lord, I need you. No, no. You, you need him every minute, every second, really. Every second of the day we need him because of him we're breathing. Yeah, we're breathing. And we want to leave him out of everything and bring him in when something happens. Now, all the while, I had a job. I never considered paying tithes and offerings. I never considered planting seeds in ministries that has been a blessing to me. Uh-uh, uh-uh, I need my money to pay bills. Uh-uh, I need my money to buy me a purse. I need a purse. I've never seen such craziness in my uh, purse. And many times you don't even have money to put in the purse. You don't have nothing even in your checking account. $10, $5, $3. But you want to tote around a purse like the people who got money to go in the purse have. Now, if you're doing it by faith, okay. God bless you. But the world is not doing it by faith. The world is doing it for looks. And tricks, hoping people think they something that they're not. 
But we got to seek God with our whole heart today. And I'm telling you why. This thing that's coming, you're not ready for this. Uh-uh. Your ways won't help you. Yeah, famine coming to the land. I'm telling you first, a famine is coming. Yeah, you may not have food. Because, see, what a lot of people do is they just run all squirrely bird and do whatever they want to do. And then when something drastic happens, now they want to run to the Lord. When COVID hit, folks had been partying for years, just wasn't going to give it up. They had been smoking dope for years, fornicating for years, committing adultery for years, lying, cheating, stealing, killing, whatever is evil. They had been doing it. COVID hit. How did they start running to God? You wasn't on church. The biggest clubber, partier, had started praying in their house. They were scared. We don't want to come to God scared. He's given us plenty of opportunity to come to him before the famine, to come to him before something else. But with the famine, there's something else coming. Yeah. I, I know people didn't believe and, you know, I know they thought I was super crazy, but and God didn't tell me exactly what it was, but he let me know something was coming and I let them know, but they forgot all about it. But then all of a sudden, COVID hit. Well, they said it was Corona at first, coronavirus. But listen, I want you to know today, if ever there was a time to seek God, now is that time. If ever there was a time for fasting and praying, now is that time. Because of what's coming. But see, I'm a believer. I truly have Jesus. I'm telling you the truth. I've been born again. Not of the flesh, but of the spirit and water. He filled me with his spirit. He baptized me with his spirit. I, he gave me power, love, and a sound mind. In power, I can speak those things that are not as though they were they come into pass. And if I had saved nothing, if I never put no food up, if I never have nothing to purify water, all I got to do is call on him. I love him this morning. Not only did he call me, but he chose me. I work unto him, not unto Barbara. So if I call on him, he's coming to see what I'm talking about. If I'm hungry, he's going to make a way to feed me. See, but we like to know the way. We in, Lord. How you doing it, God? See, this is what we want to know. All I need to know is that he's able. And wait on him. If I had to wait around three days a week with no food, <laughs> I could wait on it. I need to fast. Guess what? If I had to wait 40 days, they said three days if you don't eat, you die. The devil is a lie. How they were doing 40-day fasts and not dying. Well, no juice and all that. Straight up, no water, no food. Because God had it all. It was unto him. He was sustaining his people, and he would do that for us today. But the least little thing we hear, we run with whatever said. And then we try to go to the Bible and justify it. Let me tell you something. I'm going to God because I have a true relationship with him. And it's not a relationship 
Well, I can't get things done through him. You hear what I'm telling you? Because when these things start happening, you may not be able to find a true preacher. God may have them shield somewhere. Yeah. And you find out the preacher you thought was holy, you find him out there crying and or her out there crying and carrying on. Well, where, where your face? What happened to you? It was after your money. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. And they they went online and they gave you stuff that they found from other people and all of that. They give to you to keep you coming and make you think they had something. I'm just telling you, I got to watch the time. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. So we want to be those people that seek God. We want to be those people that keep the faith, the trust in him, and patience to wait on him. Yeah. I've heard people say, I don't come to God. I got it made now. No. This is a suffering way. If you're a true believer, you're suffering more than anything else. Not, not because of you, but you're suffering for somebody else. Plus, it's too much I don't like right and too much I don't like good and too much I don't like holy. It's too much of that. So it's always punching. It's always fighting against you. But I hold on to this. Greater is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. I gave the world his tools back. I gave the devil all his tools back. I don't want none of this Mm -mm. because I have a father now. See, I had a daddy before, and I couldn't help myself, so I was obeying my daddy, the devil. I couldn't stop sinning on my own. I couldn't stop fornicating. What? Who sleep without a man? What woman? Yeah. I couldn't stop lying. Selling dope, what? Smoking marijuana, getting high, drinking that Crown Royal. I could, what? Bud, what, what you talking about? But when he saved me, he also let his son set me free. <laughs> For whom the son, S-O-N, set free, we're free indeed. He sent his son. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. To set me free. I never went to drug and alcohol. I didn't get that deep. But I, nonetheless, it is what it is. Getting high is getting high. I don't care what you get high off. Some people try to justify, well, it's just a plant, but are you getting high? He asks his people to be of a sober mind. He said, we can drink, but we're in not excess. You can have a little wine for your stomach's sake, you know. You can have a little wine with your dinner. But that's what he served, bread and wine. That was communion. That was a holy meal, the last meal. Wine was there. But now he's not asking us to drink bottles of it a day. That's not what he's asking. So we got to come to God in the realness. Talk to him. I'm telling you this morning, just like you would your best friend. Lord, uh, Barbara was saying over there, there's a famine coming and something after the famine or with the famine. What is that, Lord? Was she telling the truth? 
Lord, I I I I, I want to seek you. How do I seek you, Lord? I, I thought I was saved. I, I I I just thought I was saved, you know. And I thought once I got saved, I just go back to my old life. Now he said, come out from among them and be separated. Now that's what he said. I did. You can't hold it against me. I wasn't there when God inspired man to write it, but I believed it because I know it to be the truth. So I just wanted to share this with you this morning. Become a seeker of God. Every day, seek him with your whole heart. You're going to see your blessings. We don't do that. We seek money, stuff, and things with our whole heart. What? A car. The bins. I'm going to get the big bins. You'll seek it with your whole heart. You're reading up on it. It's all in the beans. Well, what's the name of this color I like? The, the, the proper name for it. The correct name for it. We do all of that. But when it comes to God, we kind of half step. Yeah, we give him some of that now. I, you lay me down to sleep. Uh, I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. I do too. But that's not my main prayer because I want God to do everything, but I don't want to do nothing. What is that? I want him to do everything, but I don't want to work unto him. I don't want to help nobody. My hand is always out. I feel like I deserve. I done did this and I done did that. I I need my money. And the world teaches. You don't work for free. That's what the world teaches. I work for free. God is just a God who won't work you and not pay you. That's all. What I do is unto him, not unto me. And because I'm willing, he pays me. And I promise you the pay is exceptional. I promise you that that, that package that he give, oh my goodness. You can call on him in the midnight hour. He's the kind of boss that never take a day off. He's the kind of boss that you work, he works too. He don't stand up and watch you work, he works too. Yeah. Look, he will bless you with some unrealistic things to you. It'll be unreal. You, you, you'll be like, this can't be. Oh, yes, it is happening. You work done to him. He will give you vacation time. <laughs> Ooh. And look, you can't be... The pay, I'm telling you, there's no way you can beat this pay that he gives. He showed me he opened the door. I wanted to go for a little short trip. And he opened the door and he showed me, go if you want to. I I, I needed to go to the prison. Yesterday, I didn't go. I fell on Saturday. But I didn't go yesterday. But listen. Friday, I sat to the kitchen counter in my favorite spot because, you know, I changed my prayer closet from time to time. And so I thought about it. I said, well, you, you, you don't have the money to go. Uh, what, 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 what you going to do? You know, in other words, you're going to sit here and not ask the Lord for the money. So I sat there at the counter and I asked God for the money. I said, Lord, I want to go to the prison tomorrow, but, you know, I don't have the money. Because he knows. But yet he's a supplier of need according to his riches and glory by son Christ Jesus. So look what he did. Bang. Saturday, here come the money. 
Matter of fact, a little bit more than I needed because he's a more than God. <laughs> All we got to do, I'm telling you the truth this morning. If you got him, you got to have him. And it can't be on no talk that you got him. The proof must be in the pudding. Mm. Yeah, you, you, you got to see this. You got to know this for yourself. Because when you call on him, he's coming and he's going to answer. I heard a song that says, I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. <laughs> Saying, glory, hallelujah, Jesus lifted me. I love that. Because when I go to him, even if I feel down and I go to him, he's going to lift me up. If he give me a job, and sometimes it's a job we really don't want to do, but because of him, I'm going to be obedient. Because I love him, I want him to be happy. I want him to be pleased. And this is something he can accept because he's given the job to me to get done. I, I, I'm willing. I'm excited to get it done. Some people, say, <laughs> they say, you're nuts. Who love going to the prison? Are you crazy? Yeah. I lost my mind in 1993 and took on the mind of Christ. I love going. I'm telling you the only reason I didn't go, I failed and, and, and injured that right knee a little bit more and shook a little something in that loop. But I was able to get up on my own, off the floor and everything. Yeah. I had to laugh because the enemy got mad because I asked for the money and God did it. Yeah. And, and, oh, it, it was just a horrific day. I, I have so many clothes. I had to buy clothes and hang clothes on the rack in my bedroom because I have so many. The clothes rack broke because I had too much stuff on the clothes rack because my closet full. I can't put no more stuff in there. And I clean it out and it comes back. I just recently cleaned it. I got a box and a bag in there right now. Big bag, big box to give away. Yeah. Because I'm blessed. When I tell you the pay is out of sight, the pay itself is out of sight. Shoes I got to give away. I love shoes. Ooh, boy, nothing like a shoe to me. <laughs> and the Lord bless you. And I don't give junk away. If I'm not going to use it no more, I'm not giving it to nobody else. But if I still want it, I'll give it away. Yeah. God is that. Look, and, and look, I can't say, oh, you know, the people just uh, financially, I'm just blessed. God has just opened the financial windows of heaven and he's just pouring back. No. No, sir. Uh-uh, that's not the way he do it for me. He multiply what I get. Yeah, the people, I can't say they, they all just rocking him with money. I don't have garbage bags of money, but I do have lots of faith, and I've learned how to trust God, and I know how to wait on him now and be patient. I know how to plant seeds in other ministries. Get good soil. To make sure my seed multiplied back to me. Hallelujah. I know how to love the enemy. So I used to didn't know these things. Love the enemy. Yeah, let me get my gun and put that pistol on me. No, no, no. Not today. That's not the way it goes. Love the enemy. Back in the day, now let's stab the enemy to death. 
Yeah, let's cut the enemy up. Not today. Let's let let's put these fists on the enemy. Uh-uh, uh-uh. So see, today I realize it's not the person, it's that evil spirit that they allow to use them. They still in bondage to their daddy the devil. They haven't been delivered or set free. So you got to look beyond their fault. And pray for them. Show them love if you can. If you can be around them. Sometimes you can't be around your enemy now. So they out to get you. But a lot of times I heard something happen in their family. And either I went over to drop something off or sent somebody else. Depending on how bad it was, you know. But sometimes when people hate you, they hate you to the core. That even demon don't care. Yeah. But he taught us to love our enemies. And I'm grateful unto him this morning. Appreciate him. Love him. Can't tell him thank you enough. Oh, he blessed me. He blessed me over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. So soon, I, I was waiting on a few people to join me on my trip. I could have been gone, but I was waiting to see how the Lord was going to move for them. And one pastor told me, yeah, we want to go just give us the date and the information. So what I'm going to do, I, I'm just going for two days on my trip, and I, I like a spot where, I, you know, I'm on the water, like the beach, you know, and I could just run out the back door straight into the ocean, not much sand, you know, just run straight from the house to the ocean, I like that kind of thing, so see, God is blessing, that's what I want, that's not what I need, it's what I want, so he supply wants too, yeah. I was taught he's your shepherd and you shall not want. If you got him, you shouldn't be wanting. I once was young, but now I'm old. I never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed being bred. So, you know, they taught me some things, but I didn't understand all of that back then. What? I didn't understand that. I had to taste and see for myself that the Lord is good. I had to go through great trials myself to get the lessons. So that today I can tell you that God is a rewarder of them that diligently, faithfully, always, constantly seeking him. Hallelujah. That not, not the job. And uh, I look at my daughter many days and going through training and she would have these books, big books. She go through that book. And I'm looking, I'm like, what's that? That's the training, mama. Tell me something about the training. This, 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 and that is in the first quarter of the book. I said, that's somebody. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> you just leave that in the quarter of the book because I, I, I can't get with all of that. Now, but when it comes to the Bible, I can get with all of that. Yeah, plain and simple for me. Even the vows and the bees. But that's God. That's that diligently seeking him. And he rewarded me to understand because we think he's going to reward us, which he does, which he does. We're thinking he's rewarding us with stuff and things. The house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy, uh, the big Bentley, you know, uh, a promotion on the job, and the money matched the promotion. And that's what we're thinking about, tangible things, stuff and things. But when I think of being rewarded, I'm thinking of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding so that I can walk up right before him daily. So that I can keep my mind on him and he'll keep me in perfect peace no matter what happens. 
death, it, 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 the worst thing can happen. If I'm knowing him, I'm keeping my mind on him. I have a relationship with him. All through the day, I'm talking to him. I wake up through the night, I'm talking to him. I'm looking at TV, talking to him. I'm listening to music, talking to him. Why? He'll keep me in perfect peace if I keep my mind on him. Sometimes the enemy will try to show you your bills. And to be honest, my bills exceed my income. I didn't do it. It just happened. <laughs> so what happened? The enemy will show you. Look at your credit card. You max that card out. You're going to pay that off next month. You don't even have the money to pay it off. I'm telling you how the enemy is. <laughs> oh, look, you done bought too much. You owe afterpay now. Why you went through them? How much you borrowed from Cash App? You got $350 from Cash App. You shouldn't have borrowed that much. You should have borrowed 100 You could pay that back. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth how the enemy works. But that's where your faith kick in, your trust God kick in, and you wait on it. You, you have not because you ask not, so you tell God what you want. But you got to be a worker unto him. You got to be sold out to him. Not just coming to him for stuff and things. That's the way we do people. We use people. But let's not use God. Let's work unto him with a sincere heart. Let's love him for real. Let's do right by him because he's already done right by us whether you believe it or not. And just because you don't believe that don't mean it's not true. It means that you don't believe and you don't know. Hallelujah. And it's already all right. Robin Lynn, I'm going to play this one for you this morning. And uh, I'm going to dedicate this one to you. And when we come back, we're coming back with our guest this morning. Prophet is Robin Lynn Maven of Seattle, Washington. In the goodness 
www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah. I will sing of the goodness of God. I will talk of his wondrous works and make known his deeds among the people. And we're bringing in right now our guest this morning, special guest, Prophet is Robin Lynn Mason. Good morning to you. God bless you. How are you? Good morning. God bless you. I am happy. I'm so happy (laughs) and grateful and thankful. All I can say is thank you, Lord. That's all I'm going to say the whole time I'm on. Just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Yeah, you have a lot to be thankful for and to thank him for. Uh, He took you from one spot and constantly taking you up the ladder 
And so we thank God for remembering our work that we started. He had us to start. And we kind of had an idea, but we really didn't know. But as he continued to perform in our lives, we got to see where we was going. Listen, tell us about the first thing, your experience as a production (laughs) and a promotion manager (laughs) for Jesus in the morning. Tell me about that. Well, I'm I'm glad that you asked because I was... I was just, I call myself just a listener on Jesus in the morning. I was being profoundly blessed by by the word of God and, and the various speakers that you had coming on. And you picked up on my spirit that I, I'm a worker. I'm a helper. <laughs> you know, I have a working, a working spirit. And so next thing I know, I tune in one morning, and I hear this announcement. Congratulations, Robin Lynn Maven. She's our productions and promotions manager for Jesus in the Morning, Freedom Doors Ministries. And I'm like, oh, I'm looking all around. <laughs> Ain't nobody told me about this. <laughs> I I was very much taken uh by surprise and 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 delighted, absolutely uh delighted because God's word was coming true in my life. Again, uh your gifts make room for you. Yeah. Yes. And so that's what that's that's how I got started as a productions and promotions uh, manager, okay. And I've been doing doing that ever ever since, okay. That was that was that was my start. That was my beginning. And you know how they say, despite uh, not small. Beginnings, well, don't despite the great beginnings either. (laughs) I just have to really acknowledge that really everything that God does is great. Amen. 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 Yes, it is great. Mm -hmm. It is great. So, look, I know that. Uh, you, you you have uh, vibe lies and mm-hmm. uh, vibes lies and uh, you told us how you got started and uh, how old were you when you realized God is real? Oh, um, <laughs> at seven. Okay. Okay. Seven. I, but you know, I didn't like really. It's it's kind of weird. I wasn't really aware of that, conscious of that. Let me say, until years later. But I was uh, someone had one of my schoolmates had invited me to go to church, and and they were standing up there, 
and they says if you want to be saved, they said they they were talking about this man named Jesus that loves you, and if you want to be saved, <laughs> just repeat this prayer that it was the sinner's prayer. So I I went up and they says, well, how old are you? And I told them seven. They says, well, does your mommy know that you're doing this? And I says, no. So they did the right thing. They made me go home and ask mom and then come back the next week. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had, I had written the sinner's prayer on my little hand (laughs) so I wouldn't forget it. And that next, I hadn't washed my hand. I managed to keep it dry for that whole week. Okay, don't ask me how. <laughs> but I go back that next week, and I'm reading it off of my hand. And and they're like, are you cheating? What are you doing? You don't have to cheat. And so I just started crying, and I said, well, I just wanted him to love me, and I wanted to say it right. I didn't want to forget. And they, they says, oh, well, no, you don't have to. Just repeat repeat after us. We'll help you. <laughs> I just knew I wanted, I just wanted Jesus to love me, and it had to be. I just had to have his love, you know, and I had to do what it took even at that young age, to accomplish that. Yeah. Seven. <laughs> Amen. So you're known as, my favorite word, sister helper of one another. <laughs> and why do you help others? Because it's a nice way of telling everyone what to do. <laughs> <laughs> No, because God says we are supposed to help one another and to highly esteem one another, you know? And so basically, that's basically the, 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 the reason, the reason why, you know, he says it's not good for man to be by himself, so... Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's a wonderful thing because that's what I call it. Sister, help of one of one another. <laughs> that's, that's how I met you. You came about, and then you began to help me um, to not only explore uh, Jesus in the morning and what I had here, but also uh, help me to do internet stuff because you were very savvy. And I felt the trust, so I allowed you to take over my computer and work some things out. And you taught me much. You taught me much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thank God for that. Now, my uh, next question, what, well, I did what? Tell us about your network that you're streaming. Oh, good. Good goodness. Well, it's it started off with uh, with uh vibes live radio and actually um i've got gospel music explosion radio station that just kind of got got kind of lost in the shuffle if you if you could say it like that for whatever reason god is using vibes live as kind of like the gathering tool 
if you will. And then from that, everyone gets exposed to Jesus in the morning, gospel music explosion, and all the other programming that I support uh, by broadcasting or rebroadcasting on the network. And um, I realized that with Facebook and YouTube and different platforms, some platforms are just going to have gone away altogether. And now on some platforms, you can't say certain words, you can't do, it's just there's a lot of restrictions and a lot of censoring. So I, I, I begin to see the need for us to have a network that we could run our content on uncensored, right? And in mainstream media. And it and it took me forever to figure out how to do it. And then God just kept uh, opening the doors. And like the platforms that I was using, they started... Uh, elevate and upgrading their networks so that I could stream live and have apps in the in the in the store in the in the in the play stores and on Roku <laughs> and then like and at a discount <laughs> at a major unheard of discount and so I'm like. Thank you, Jesus. And so the network's name is called I Am Streaming. Mm-hmm. And so I take and write, I have original programming from my interviews on Vibes Live Radio. Jesus in the Morning has its own channel over there. Uh, it's my house. You know, with L.A. Davis, he's on, on there. Um, and then we've got uh, movie channels, <laughs> so you can watch horror movies, you can watch uh, uh, reality movies, you can watch uh, westerns, if you like westerns, <laughs> rootin' tootin' movies, um, there's history documentaries, there's a concert musical channel, Um it's just amazing. I think there's 30, 30 television channels now and 15 radio stations and five podcasts with okay. more coming. The plan is to have 100 each, 100 TV stations, 100 radio stations, and 100 podcasts on the wow. network. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, so that yes, work. I can see the work and all of that. So look, uh, what's coming up on the horizon for you? I know you said you want one hundred each, and uh, you 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 you've done a great job with getting so many done already. But what's next? Well, goodness, <laughs> what's next is uh, surprisingly. Um, I've been given the opportunity 
to act as a manager and booking agent for uh, for a musical artist. And he's bringing me some other clients to manage as well. And so that's been a su- surprising uh, elevation that I didn't I didn't see coming. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm looking I'm looking forward to that new chapter in my life and then also I'm going to finally write a book about my life finally. So we're going to start working on that within the next couple of months. Yeah, Linda Watley. I don't know if you've ever met Linda Watley. She's another veteran. Um, I'll have to introduce you, but she's going to uh, uh, author the biography for me. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah, because the, the we want to. God says to let your let let your light so shine amongst men that they may see your good works. And that they may glorify our Father, which art in heaven. And my testimony is, is, is so long, man. They they would never give me the mic at church. <laughs> but I just I just want to really give uh, glory and honor to God uh, for saving me, and also. Uh, in hopes that uh, because there's a lot of people that that were that are just like me, let me just say, you know what I've been through and what I'm about to go through, all of that, and I just in hopes that they won't have to go through it as hard as I did, that they'll find God <laughs> long before I did, you know. Amen is Amen. all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's a wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. Now, where can we find you on social media? I'm in Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest. Did I say Instagram? At no. Robin Maven. Uh, VibesLive.com, RobinLynnMaven.org. Uh, you can, and if you want to, go to the Play Store, Apple, or Google, and install the apps. I am streaming, and in Roku, it's. I am streaming live. Like the great I am, I am streaming. Yeah. Okay. And if you would, leave some reviews and comments out there. That would, like, really tickle me. <laughs> okay. <Where Okay>. I? <laughs> Let me know you dropped by. I love that. Please drop on by. Okay. Yeah. Mhm. Well, I I'll be honest with you. I uh, have been over there 
five slides and listen to different things, but I'm not faithful at it because I have so much going on. And the phone, the phone is my uh, biggest work. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. In the morning, I could just come and, you know, put the show in, you know, broadcast the uh, and promote the, the marquee and that kind of thing. But oh, yeah, everyday, you were. Life, yeah everyday life catches people. And sometimes they need a little help. And there are many who feel like I've been a help to them and I can be a help again because of the spirit of the Lord, not me. I'm not very smart like that. But God knows everybody. There's there's not ever a stranger to the Holy Ghost. So God knows everybody. He knows what you need. And he will supply your needs. And he may use a person. So he uses me during the day and I get, you know, quite busy because I have phone calls and sometimes I have to run out and do some things for some people. Then I go to the prison, you know, every week and, you know. Oh, I've been, I've been witness to the great things that God has you doing on a daily, constant daily basis, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I, and I've seen, I've seen you do much with little you yeah. know, and it, it, it's just amazing. I, I, I've been, I've, I've been times, there have been times you would say, I've got this going on and I've got to go down here and get this and get that. And I ain't got no gas in the car and I ain't got but four slices of bread, and blah, 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 blah. And I, you remember, and I would say, money's coming. Yeah, you remember that. You remember that. Yes, yes. Yes. And, and I say that it was many times, and every time, but see, yes. all wisdom comes from above. Amen. All wisdom, e- even this ability that I have to help, that that wisdom, it all comes from, from God. And so we bless the Lord when we when we utilize the gifts, you know. Of 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 one another, you know that's that's what I was truly doing. I saw your great gifting, and you weren't struggling to do it. You was gonna get it done. You didn't need my help, and it wasn't me that was helping you. It was God, and God allowed me to partake in that. You see, so. I'm the one that got blessed, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stop. Yeah, God is faithful. He is faithful. Yeah. And uh, I can even remember a time I wanted to go to Atlanta to see about Sister Mari and her daughter Shania. And I said, Lord, I'll go, but you got to make a way. And he sent Louis, and Louis did it. One time I needed a computer. I don't know if you remember this. And you said, well, get a computer. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. And my daughter come along and she said, Mama, don't put that burden on her to make monthly payments like that because she may need something for herself. And then she's in in debt to pay for what you need. She said, Mom, I'll take care of it. I said, would you? She said, yeah, I got it. And uh, she called me uh -uh, and got a computer. Yeah, she got my computer that same day. 
And uh, that was nobody but the Lord to not put that burden on you. I know you wanted to do yeah. it, and I know you would have done it. But God opened another mm-hmm. door. And he had said, I uh, remember when I first met you, uh, you sent me $100. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Okay, yeah, we was trying yeah. We were small, real, real small ministries then. We, we, we hadn't been out. Well, I hadn't been out very long. And you come along, and the Lord blessed me. And uh, you would teach me things. And, and we had Minister Howell and my brother Rick. And we yes. were trying, trying to teach them, but they, could, they, they just couldn't get it. And so the Lord was moving they, me on, moving me on. So I had to go home. The Lord blessed, the Lord blessed, blessed, blessed with a producer, right? Yeah. And when you introduced her to the producer, they resisted the producer. Well, why we got to do it yesterday? We need to do it on the like because Jesus in the morning is going in this direction now, and then we all have to follow a format. And this yeah. is the format. It's not that you don't know how to do it. But this is the format. <laughs> I, I, I felt so bad. Okay. Well, I think I made a some kind of way after that about me. But things on the internet changes daily, daily. I go yeah. to bed this way and wake up. It's another way. So, you know, you, if you're going to stay doing what you're doing, you have to follow certain things. And uh, it's all right. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Mm-hmm. And, and plus, <laughs> I knew that Minister Howard, that God had a ministry for her, her only. And a I great one. Yeah, when we first got started, I used to tell her, Minister Howard, you, you will always be here with me now because God have a ministry for you. And uh, he did, mm-hmm. and he showed. And she had her own show for quite a while. I don't know what happened, but um, I think money uh, to pay for it or something was the problem and everything. But God is good. God is faithful. Yeah, so, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned that. So, you know, people that are in that position can reach out to me because they can run their shows on I am streaming now. Okay. You know, if, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they still can continue to, to grow their show and continue to do what God sent them to do. Now, listen, mm-hmm. this is my last question um, to you, and then we may talk about some other things, but what is your hope for everyone? What is your hope for everyone? Philippians 4 and 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. 
that's what I that's what I would hope for everyone so that they could have the joy and the peace that God intends for us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful thing that we want the best for each other. And we come together in love to lift up his name. And because he said, oh, how well it is for brethren to dwell together. That's the generic term, men or women, brothers and sisters, for us to mm-hmm. come together and dwell together. But sometimes we get uh, sidetracked because uh, it, it, it's, it's really weird, as you say, because some people feel like she's doing better than me. Well, he's doing better than me. Well, I don't like him now. Da, 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 da. So it'd it be a lot of Foolishness is, is what I'm going to call it, because love comes from mm-hmm. the end. And uh, if we love one another, then we want each other to grow. I, I want God to bless you with uncommon miracles. Yeah. You want God to bless me with uncommon miracles and blessings and favor. And we, when we see where one yeah. is short, then we come in and we help pull the other one up. And that's what it should be all about. But too much nonsense and too much natural, not enough spiritual is in there. So people can't do that. And and a lot of people say, well, you know what? Uh, I went back over there to see her, and she acted like nothing had happened. I said, yeah, because nothing did happen that I was concerned about. Whatever you did, that was on you. That wasn't on me. And when I said, I love you, I love you, I meant it. And love, again, love covers a multitude of sin. And I forgot really what you did. What was that you did again? <laughs> Stop that. I, mean, yeah. I don't remember. I don't want to remember. Okay. Yeah, and we're moving on. Because that's what love does if we have the love of God. And then we give people back to God. I don't care what you do. If it wasn't right, let me give you back to God so he can make you over. Yeah, yeah and then you when you feel better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. So, you know, and, and, and when you're busy and your mind is in places where it's not on the earth per se and, and natural things and I'm trying to get this house and I'm trying to do, when your mind is not there but your mind is on souls being saved, God can save lives, he can save souls, he can uh, clean people up. He can make them over again. That's where your mind want to be, you know, and not on what's been done to me. Uh, they said this about me. You don't understand. Evangelists, they talked about me like a dog. Well, guess what? They did the same thing to Jesus. And we're not going to escape what he went through. He suffered. We got to suffer. Yeah. He died. We got to die. Yeah. And we got to die spiritually. But we have a problem with that. Yeah, making the flesh come under subjection and allowing the natural you to die. We have a problem with that. If you do it, God's going to live. Because you're not dying to just any and every old thing now. You're dying to Almighty God who have all power. You're allowing your flesh to get out the way so the Spirit of the Lord can come in and do what it is he needs to do. In you and through mm-hmm. you, because you would be a blessing yes. to other people. Yeah, but many can't yes. do that. Yeah, so we pray for them. 
Thank you, Brother Lewis. Finally, Brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good, of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And the God of peace shall be with you. You see what yeah. you say? Yeah. Because see, we gotta work. We gotta work while it's day. Night is coming when I come, no man can see. We gotta work because of this. The harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. And we pray that the Lord of the harvest will send more labors. But we want to ask God to raise up and stir up the labor that He called us for. And two, the labor that he called our chose, our chosen called us too. Yes, and you know Lord. what? We'll stay out of trouble. We will stay out of trouble if we seek in that. We will really mm-hmm. stay out of trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't seek that. We, we seek the natural things because we feel we're all natural. No, I'm not all natural. He brought me forth in the natural. But because he's a spirit, mm. he saved me, he filled me with his spirit. Now I'm a spiritual being and I should walk accordingly. But we don't do that. We don't keep our mind on him. We, we're always going to him for what we want, but we don't give him what he needs. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah, we got to give him what he needs. Give him something to work with on our behalf. We just, our hands are out. We're like the people that's on public assistance. Our hands is out, but we don't give back so that the mm-hmm. next time we come for public assistance or somebody else come for public assistance, there's something there that someone else can get. No, we don't care about that. Just give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. You give us a house, give me furniture. You give me furniture. I want this, I want this. Yeah. Always want, want, want. But what can we give God? I heard the question. Ask not what your country can do for you. But what can you do for your country? So ask not what your God can do for you today. Ask what can you do for your God? Yeah. Lord, what would you? It's Monday and May the 22nd, 2023 in my time. Lord, what would you have me to do today? I need you, Lord Jesus. I need you right now. Lead and guide me this morning in the right path for your name's sake. Because see, if his name on it, it's going to turn out good. It's going to turn out excellent. It's going to turn out perfect if his name is on it. Yeah. And so we're thankful unto him. Don't go nowhere, Robin Lynn. I got one more request to get this morning, and I'm going in to get okay. this one out. All right. And we're going to talk a little more. All right.
This is the kind of radio you need. Yes, Jesus is a morning radio. Bold radio for real people. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to do as well. I don't want to do it my way. I want to do it. All right. <laughs> I want to do it his way, not my way. I'm going to be better off if I will do his will according to his will. Yeah, I'm going to be more than blessed. I'm going to be uncommonly blessed because common blessings, we get those every day. We wake up each morning that he wake us up. We're closed in our right minds. Uh, we may not have all, but we have the use and activity of limbs. We have our life, a portion of our health sometimes. But I just say a portion of my health sometimes, not uh, that I don't have health. So life, health, and strength. He strengthened me to get through the day. Yeah. And so I'm grateful unto him. Grateful unto him. And I really don't want to say portion. I have my life, health, and strength, and I'm going on in Jesus. Hallelujah. Because he's leading the way. And if I will allow him to lead me. But this comes about through much prayer and seeking him. Seek his face. Turn from our wicked ways. He's going to hear from heaven, forgive our sins, and heal our land. And today your land may be anything. It may be a healing in your body. Yeah, it may be understanding the scripture. It may be, Lord, I need to pray more. Whatever it is, he will take care of it. Because the world, they have not gotten there. They don't understand that. It's not that you need stuff and things so much. Money, money, money. I have never in my history of living, and I've been here 66 years, seen so many people after money the way that they are today. Listen, the famine hit, there's no food. You can have plenty of money you won't be able to buy because there's no food to buy. Nobody have it to sell. Walmart closed. When Dixie, Aberson, Fred Myers, Safeway, all these places closed. Even the, the little uh, uh, pharmacy stores, you know, like Walgreens and CVS and places closed. Wendy's, McDonald's, they don't have no burgers for you. So what will money do for you? What will it do for you? The homeless people will be in better shape than you are, and you got money. You have a roof over your head, but you have no food. What will you do with your money? Oh, you can go buy a car probably and gold or whatever you want, but what will it do? It won't. You need food to live. You need vitamin, nutrients, minerals to live. And all you had was an apartment, a condo, a house with not enough land to plant. And then if you had it, you didn't know how to plant. What will happen? You didn't store food up. You didn't buy a bucket of food uh, that would last you for years and years and years and years. You you you, you didn't stock up non-perishable things that you could have had because you wasn't seeking what God said. You were seeking money. Money is the root of the love of it. The love of money is the root of all evil. Yeah. Money answers all things. We know that, but we don't want to love it. Because if you love it, there's nothing too evil for you to do to get it. You'll cheat people. You'll lie to people. 
just to get some money. When he's a supplier of our need, you need money, talk to him about it. I do. Some people don't ask God for nothing. I, you know, I, I was even talking with my daughter last night, and she was telling me, you know, I tell God about things, but I don't really ask him. I said, well, the scripture says this, you have not because you ask not. And you don't want to ask amiss. You want to ask according to his will. And in order to know what his will is and you're asking, you would have to be in his word and understand what his word is saying. Don't get caught up in the new wave, new age stuff. Yeah, you, you go back to that old path and take a look around. Today I hear many people say, oh, nothing like that old church. Where they used to go up in there and sing. In the Baptist church, they sung hymns, the deacon would line them. And then get down on their knees right there, up front at the same table where they serve communion and pray. They don't do that no more. The churches I come from as a child, not only did they pray, the deacons pray, but what they did too is this. Anybody who had a testimony they wanted to talk about God, they gave way to you to get up and say what you needed to say what God had did in your life that week or whatever. Sometimes people would go back and tell old testimonies that they had told before that somebody knew and they needed to hear. And they tried it, and God blessed them off the testimony of someone else. We were saying unto the power of God come down. The Spirit of the Lord would fill the place. Folk was sick, would be healed, never went to the altar. Them that was not saved, they would go to the altar and just stay right there until the song stopped, the praise stopped, and the pastor come down to talk to them. Yeah. Lead them to the Lord. In some places, they would have you to come on Thursday night or whatever night, and they call that tarry night, and you would call on Jesus until he comes. <laughs> That's old church there, honey. Yeah. They don't do any of that no more because now they're so sophisticated. They're so modern, they're so new wave, new age, <clears throat> until God is them. They're God now. They're doing the work. And they're tricking the people because only God can. Only God can. Yeah. And they're after money. And they want to make sure their households are taken care of. So they'll rob yours to take care of theirs. They say they're building God's empire, but that's not true. They're using the name of God and building their own empire. Everything I'm telling you is about money. You don't give nobody nothing when God says he loves the cheerful giver. It's got to be something tragic that happens for people to come together and give to you. I look at GoFundMe many times. And they'll gather up over there and give money. But God loves a cheerful giver every day. Mm -hmm. And he honors planting seeds because he believes in farming. So wherever you plant your seeds, you make sure you plant it in good soil, a fertilized soil, a soil that's going to be watered so that it can multiply back to you. Oh, yes, a spiritual move. And I thank God for it this morning. So listen. Prophet is robbing me and Maven. Uh, you've been in that 
Seattle, Washington State area quite a while. Yes. Yeah, I know you've taken some trips out, Florida. You stayed in Florida a while down in Gainesville. I meant to put that picture of us up to this morning. But uh, you've been down... (laughs) been down to Florida, you've uh, been to California, I think it was, and uh, the other week he was coming back from something. Was it a birthday or something? And uh, we got a chance to yes. My birthday party in in Los Angeles, California. Oh, I, I had so much fun. I took the train there and back. <laughs> wow. wow. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And, and you know what? That's what I love, too. A nice train ride. I love all mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, I went from Florida to New Jersey um, on the train. I went from Florida yeah. to Philadelphia on the train. And I left out of Philadelphia on the train and went over into Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, I just enjoyed it. It was like uh, when I went on a cruise, I just didn't want to get off the people boat, so I didn't want to get off the people train. But I had, you know, reached my destination, so I had to get on off the yes. train. Yes. But I had a wonderful time on that train. One time I caught it um, from uh, Jacksonville to Tampa, and there was this older couple, and I was sitting at the table in the dining car, and I was about to have breakfast. And so they walked mm-hmm. to me, and they said, you mind if we sit with you? I said, no, not at all. Now, it wasn't crowded or anything. They just singled me out. They sat there. Mm-hmm. When they sat, I knew. I said, oh, Lord, you, <laughs> you're about to do something. I don't know what. And so we started, <laughs> we started talking. And um, he said, well, what, what, what do you do, the husband? And so I started telling him what I do and everything. and. Uh, the wife said, oh, wow, that is wonderful. And so we ate our breakfast, laughed and talked. And I went on back to my seat by the window so I could see, you know, what, what, what we passing over here. And they went on back to their seat. I think they had like a, a oh, the, the, the special coach, the private coach. I don't forgot what you call it. Yeah, yeah, the sleeper car. Yeah, they had that, first class. So. I went on into Tampa. When we got to Tampa, I got off the train and I got my bags and they come down these steps. And I said, oh, hello again. They was like, hello. And the wife walked up to me and took her hand and put it in my hand. And when she put her hand in mine, I felt paper, you know. I said, Lord. And so she said, when you get to your hotel, Look at what's in your hand. I said, okay. So I just put it in my purse and gave her a hug, gave him a hug, and I got my cab and I went on to the hotel. When I got to the hotel and opened my purse to see what she put in there, because I remember, I was like, oh, my goodness. And so because whatever it was that I shared with them, it was what they needed at the time to hear from God. Yeah, that's what they mm-hmm. needed. And he backed it up with scripture, you see. So they, they was yeah. you know, they go to church, so they knew. And it was just that train ride was so good to be coming back. 
across the street, there was a Harvey's or something like that. I can't remember the name of the store. But they had the greatest soft apples. And so I went over and bought food and vegetables, you know, raw vegetables that I could eat while I was there. Because I had a meeting to mm-hmm. go to at, at, a, at a huge church. And I went to the meeting and everything and got back. And the next day, you know, I called a cab and got back on the train and come on back to Jacksonville. But I enjoyed riding the train. And I still do. I still do. When I got up north of Robin Lynn, I see here we have a little graffiti. And, uh, you know, you see different things. But up north, that's that's basically all I saw. Going into uh, New York, going into Philadelphia, going into yeah. New Jersey. Yeah, all I saw was a lot of graffiti, you know, on walls and things. And... Uh, saw these buildings and different things. I I went to uh, Philadelphia and got to eat the chili feet the chili cheesesteak sandwich, the original. Yes. Yeah, I got to try all of that. And uh I was with uh Evangelist Scott, Bishop Scott White. Yeah, Teresa. Yeah, Teresa and Shirley, her sister. Well I tell you I'm with him. Took me some of any and everywhere. We ended up going over, uh, I can't think of that now, uh, into a, a state where my sister, where my cousin Deborah Pittman, she passed a church over there. And she sold Avon for years and years and years. And this woman had a humongous house. You would get lost in this thing. Her kitchen was set up beautiful. And she had these beautiful mm-hmm. pots on the stove that she never cooked on. I said, she said, that honey, that's for decoration. In other words, Deborah don't cook. <laughs> oh, Lord. Deborah had food brought in. This was way before they oh, started delivering food to the home. And her daughter was just beautiful. I did a, a revival in Philadelphia, and they come over uh, to the revival, her, her daughter. And I think she brought a son, a nephew, and we had a wonderful time. And we all had the same black colors on. I was like, look at this. And so she took me over. She gave me Avon. And I would go in this room. She said, pick that money up out that room and put it in your pocket. We go to the next room. Pick that money up. I was like, this woman here. And she had a, a huge area where if it was one of her number birthdays or anniversary, they would go over into that, into that room and celebrate. Beautiful colors. Oh, it was just gorgeous. Yeah. And so I haven't heard from her in a while, but uh, God is faithful. God is faithful. And I thank God for the experience. Then I got to Meriden, Connecticut, down there with Minister Sandra, Sandra Jackson and her sister Jeanette now. And they showed me a good time. Jeanette came to the hotel and braided my hair. Oh, it was just beautiful. <laughs> I had a wonderful time. And the northern women, I get along with the northern women. Oh, yeah, real good, real mm-hmm. good. But I tried, you know, basically to get along with everybody because that's the word. Yeah, in order to obtain friends, one must show himself friendly. And so God bless that's me right. real good. Yeah, God bless me real good over there. I want to share this. Last week we was in the book of uh, Exodus. And uh, we got to see how the Lord moved to bring the children of Israel out of there. And all of their trials and different things they went through. Pharaoh's heart was hardened and God brought plagues and different things. 
But when he brought death, Pharaoh said, look here, y'all get up out of here and don't come back. And the Hebrew people, not the Hebrews, but the Egyptian people said, y'all go get your stuff and go. You want some of our stuff? Get it and go. Just don't come back over here. So we lose it. Our family members, the oldest child in the family, the oldest member would die. Yeah. So God showed us he, with him, all things are possible. I don't care how difficult it is for man. But with God, all things are possible. But you got to get to know him for yourself. Yeah. Don't, don't be dependent on these people to teach you the truth because too much money is involved. The word G-O-D, which spells God, the word J-E-S-U-S, which spells Jesus, the word L-O-V-E, which spells love, those words sell. It sells people because you have quite a few lonely people. Some people don't have family members or, 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 or you know, they done passed on or some people got family members and the family members don't like something they did 45 million years ago. Or they just don't like them. So now the family don't come together. And they call it dysfunctional. So this person may be in need of a family. And they want some love. And if they feel like the person got money or can get money, oh, they'll be their family and they'll show them some fake love. So that they can get all they can out of the person. I've known bishops to treat people out their property. They house. When they die, the house go to the bishop. I know one, he dead now. I would go around with him to meet these older ladies. And he would tell these women what God told me. And it tickled my daughter so bad because I was stopping in the tracker and said, hold on that bishop. One thing I don't do, I don't lie on God. And God didn't tell me that. Now, if he told you that, you tell her he told you. Don't you tell her he told me because he didn't. They're right there in the midst of it. Yeah. Because he was a scammer. And he had got this one lady house. She had died. He went over there to help her out and to stay with her and all of that. And the woman died. And he thought he was going to get her house because he didn't think she had no family. But a niece appeared from up north. And came in and took all her aunt's stuff, put him out, and went on back. He went to jail and a number of things. Because people are after stuff and things. People are after money. You got to be careful with that, who you trust, and all of this kind of thing in today's world. Try to steer it by the spirit, see whether it be of God. Because many false prophets have come along, false preachers, false teachers, all these people are coming up. Some people appoint themselves to office. Tell me they are prophets. They are prophetess. What? Some say I went to school and got the gift. Now you ain't gonna go to school and get that. What you're gonna do is be born with it. I was born with the gift. The gift of love, the gift of giving. Yeah, the gift of caring. All of this, I, I had this in that God brought it out me when he brought me forth. In him, but not until I really got in him did the gifts really flourish. Because when I was a sinner, I could see things and I could tell you this, and it would happen because that's that's what God showed me. But I wasn't giving it back to him. 
and I wasn't giving him no credit. I was taking the credit. Yeah, people would come sometimes sit in the living room and we talking and I would see something and I would tell them, you know, this, this, and, and they would say, how you knew that? I didn't. Didn't have brain to say God showed me. What I said is I saw it. Huh? It's a difference than God showed me and I saw it. <laughs> My goodness. Mm-hmm. But God is faithful to us and he wants us to be faithful to him. And he said, if we'll be faithful unto him, you give us a crown of life that will never fade away. Listen, Bobby Lynn, give us your contact information again. Um, uh, uh, okay, everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram. Did I forget anything? I don't know. At Robin Lynn Maven. Um also at vibeslive.com, robinlynmaben.org. Let me see. Where else? Oh, and then in the app store, I am streaming. In the app store, is I am streaming. And in Roku, I am streaming live. And like we like to say now, add, rate, subscribe, leave a comment, and share. <laughs> All right, I think you left out YouTube. Oh, YouTube, Robin Lynn Maben. Okay. And if you can't miss you, me. Okay, yeah, because you everywhere, I see you. But this is the thing: if you want. Uh, to do radio, blog radio, whatever. If you want to do TV, you want Roku. Uh, what's the other one? Apple, I think it is. Because I think you put me on Apple, uh, uh, Robin. Lynn. Yeah, so, currently right now I'm not running on on uh, on Apple. Okay. All right. But I was on there at one point. But anyway, get with her if you want to stream your stuff. Get with her if you want to improve your stuff or you want to start radio or something like that. She's very computer and digital and and internet savvy. Very. Mm -hmm. And uh, she can show you many different things. And uh, some things she tried to get me to do and I made a start but I didn't stay with it. Because I I don't grow uh, this platform. I I don't grow it. God grows it. And the listen. Mm -hmm. It's over a million listens, well over now. And that's God, mm. that's not me. And hopefully people are learning something. People are being blessed by it so that they can walk faithfully with God daily and not be have a form of godliness and deny the power thereof. You know, they don't just honor God with their lips and their heart be far from it, but they are loving him. They're learning to love him. They're learning to obey him, learning to do what he accepts and what pleases him. Because this morning he is worthy, more than worthy, of all the glory, the worship, the honor, and our praise. Oh, yes, he is. And so uh, hopefully uh, 13 years uh, in August, it'll be 13 years. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, been a, it's been a while. And so uh, of 13 years of mornings, you know, I used to do it seven days a week. And then I, the Lord blessed me to 
cut two days out. Okay, now you need a day to prepare and a day of rest for yourself from this. And on Sunday, you know, it was church or whatever I had to do on Sunday. And then on Monday, I would come back. So that blessed me to have those two days off. But I only took them when he gave them to me. Vacation, when he speak about it and he speak about I take a vacation. Yeah. I was sick last year, took a month. I had never taken a month off. A month? A whole month? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I took a week off. My nephew was murdered. And so I took a, a week off to prepare and to help my family and stuff like that. But it blessed me because I was able to get some things done and, you know, I could focus in another area as well, you know. And then every now and then he would bring Jesus in the morning to mind. So I knew when I come back, you know, some things I needed to get done here. So we're grateful to the Lord. Thank you so much for coming this morning. And that was good to reminisce, go back to the day and remember some things. Yeah. And uh, I'm thankful. <laughs> I remember you and Louis used to hold the chat room down. Oh, he would be just clowning in there. <laughs> you know what? I got to okay. go back. I got to go over here and look at something else. I can't look at this chat room. Louis had me screaming at Robin Lee and then uh, uh, Middleton Howard would join sometime. I would, I would be like, uh, 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 I'm not going to look at what they're talking about. So you're going to start laughing out loud. Yeah. But those were the talking things. about snacks. <laughs> Uh-huh. All kinds of stuff. And you know he loved donuts, so he had to throw that donut, and that would get my attention because I love him too. Yeah. Oh, all kinds of stuff. But yeah, I wanted to I wanted to tell you this. I think you introduced me, if I'm not mistaken, to A. L. Davis. I think he was doing something with land and houses. I can't remember all. Oh, Davis. Yeah. Yeah. I remember him. And look at Louis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so, because he was asking me he was asking me about some stuff in Florida but you know I just wasn't focused in the properties and all of that stuff but he used to come every morning and you know he would talk about you know the things he was doing and saying it was a, it was a good thing I don't think it was anything bad my mind was on Jesus in the morning yeah Not, yeah. Not, not just the radio stuff, you know, show name, but that real Jesus in the morning. Yeah, because I need him to get yeah. up every morning. I already yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, so I, I come to teach and preach or whatever. I, I don't call it really preaching, but I come to I talk about yeah, <laughs> work and make known his deeds among the people. Yeah, that, that was my thing. Yeah, because, yeah. you know. I saw what God blessed me because when I started off, and I think when I met him, I was living in the project, government project. And then the Lord blessed me to buy a house in what they call a ritzy area. Not in and everybody live out here. And so I, you know, I knew that God could bless even even the business I had, you know, every business I had. I done had quite a few restaurants, cafes. Had Jesus in the morning, uh, a convenience store and cafe. Look at that. And God supplied. I think I was there for two years and he shut it down. Time to go. Because the people were no longer coming for God. Now they're coming for what they could get. And right after I got yeah. out of there, 
that was a killing took place right there. You know, I'm like, look, I, Lord, you know, I couldn't have handled that right there. So he won't put no more on you than you can bear. And a lot of times he move us from things. And we feel so bad. Oh, I was making money over there. I was doing this. And God said, get up out of there because what's coming next, you can't handle it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That can move you on to greater. He gave me the mug business. I worked that a while. Uh, 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 created coffee mugs with, with your, your logo, your name, your picture, whatever. I did that for a minute. People supported that. And when the time came, he shut that down. Yeah. I, when I was in a place called Fairbanks, Alaska, I used to work for uh, a place called Fairbanks Native Association. And they dealt with drug and alcohol. And uh, they would send me from place to place and from program to program. And the Lord showed me something in that. That is the way my work is going with you. I'm going to send you from place to place, thing to thing, stuff to stuff. And he did that. I could be doing this this month, and he might run it for three months. Let it go. Let it go right on, blessing me and everything financially. And then all of a sudden, he shut it down. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what, 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 what you want me to do next? Sometimes he wouldn't say a thing. So when he didn't say nothing, I had to stand still and know that he was yet God. Yeah. I've heard people talk about the dry places. Yeah. I don't I don't I didn't feel I was in a dry place. I just felt that I was in a place where he had me to stand still. And then when he opened that next door and I come out, he blessed me there too. And so he's yet blessing me today. And I've been looking at a Sunday dinner. And people, I'm not cooking it. Don't don't worry about that. I'm not doing no cooking. But we come together every Sunday and have Sunday dinner. And my reason for thinking on these things and talking to the Lord about it, I haven't made a move on it yet. Again, there are a lot of lonely people. There are a lot of lonesome people, people who don't have family. And they may have two friends or, you know, just may have somebody they associate with sometimes. But these people attend church. They, some of them elderly, some of them, well, I won't say elderly, let's say seniors. Some of them seniors, some of them middle-aged, some of them young people. But they don't have anybody they feel comfortable with. But on Sunday, if they had a group of people they could go eat with, and then, you know, you, you don't got to meet everybody and everybody now know everybody. And I'm at the back table and somebody can ha ha because we're in the South. The, the, the spiritual after party. Okay, then. There you go. You know how, how after they have the after parties after after whatever, right? Yeah. Well, after church, you know how you, you go to church and you have a high time with the Lord and you come out and you still be in the spirit and you still be all happy and everything, and that can carry over into dinner with the spiritual after party. Amen. Wow. Oh, amen. But I want to call it Sunday dinner. That that's what comes. To I know me. that's right. Yeah. So what I was <laughs> what I was thinking on is we all get together and go over and have Sunday dinner together. And I'm at a back table, and somebody got something to say to me, and they yell back there, 
a survivor of so and so and so and somebody from on the other side. But you know, she said this and that and this and that. Where are you going? This is whatever the conversation is about. And we just have a wonderful time. There's no real format. There's nothing formal. We just coming together to have Sunday dinner. And somebody at the table might start singing a song. I like all of this. The bishop and I, the senior bishop, Charles C. Woods and I, we used to do this. I remember coming going back with him from uh, Tennessee, Nashville. There's a whole line of cars, church members, we called them. And we got to this one restaurant, and they, we had to give them a few minutes to get it together because there were so many of us. And we went in, and we was eating and singing, and all the, oh, we just had a wonderful time. And the management was like, y'all, please come again. Please come again. This has blessed me this day. And there was a young man then. He was a, a musician for the church. And he was talking to Bishop, and Bishop said, well, go over and talk to Barbara Black about it. Go talk to her. And he came over there, and God told me what to tell him. And Bishop was looking. Bishop was looking at me from across the room, like, let me see if God going to give her what he gave me. Gave us the same thing. We would leave it out of there. He said, Barbara. I said, yeah. He said, Barbara, I'm going to make you my assistant. I said, okay, Bishop. Because anything he said. That I felt was right, I was going with it. Oh, yes, yes, loved him. Loved him, loved his family. He had a beautiful wife, Quan. And uh, we, the last trip we went on, we went to uh, a hospital in North Carolina. And the devil got busy. And after that, I stopped in uh, another part of Carolina, in uh, Fort Bragg. I stopped in Fort Bragg, and I didn't go any further. But uh, And after that, I lost contact. But God had a purpose and a plan. And a few years back, maybe three years now, I think, Bishop went on. Yeah, he went to take his final rest. He wasn't a real old man either. Yeah. And uh, I used to love, oh, boy, I used to love churching with that Bishop Charles C. Wood. Yeah, God would really use it, really use it. And so I'm just thankful to have known him. Sion, I'm looking for every dime. Good morning. God bless you, honey bunny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we know when this happens, we know what comes next. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you for it, Lord. Yeah, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you. Uh-uh, only God could have showed you to give me that this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is faithful. So listen, uh, the studio is open. If there's anyone has something uh, they would like to say or ask a question uh, to Robin Lynn, or maybe you would just want to say good morning. Because a few people have asked me often, well, where is Robin Lynn? I didn't see her last year at the anniversary. Because I think the year before so, you had fixed it so people could come in and um, yeah. and talk and, yeah. And so they was, I guess they wanted to do that too, but I didn't, uh, you had gone to increase, Bible, God was using you to increase Bible lives and a bunch of other stuff you was involved in, and then with other people too. I saw you helping other people. So uh, he had a purpose and a plan, and so I just accept, you know, what God allowed that God used you to do his work. And so it's all right today. So listen, if you have 
just a good morning. You want to say good morning? She's real funny now. She loved to laugh. And when Brother Frank was here and he would come and I would mention her name, he would say, is that Jeremiah was a bullfrog? I said, you know, I don't know what to do with Frank either. But she and I, we used to laugh when she was training me uh, how to do stuff on blog talk. And uh, we would be laughing and talking and, and uh, come up with different things. And, and, and uh, she would say, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. I say, he was a good friend of mine. She, I never understood a single word he said, but I helped him to drink his wine. I said, he always made five miles. Oh, we used to just clown. It was just all in good, wholesome fun. And so we used to nab. And so she used to say, well, I'm going to call you Marvelette. I said, wait a minute here. Marvelette? Yeah. And so we, I said, okay, then we're supposed to help for one another. Oh, and we would just laugh. And that's why you hear laughing and laughing. She's serious now. She is serious. But she just has to laugh. And uh, I understand. I do understand. But God is good to us and has been good to us and will continue to be good to us. We just want to continue to seek his face, turn from our wicked ways. Then we'll hear from heaven. God will forgive the sins and heal the land. Listen, I'm going to this next request. I don't know if you heard this one yet, uh, Prophet Robin Nair, but check this out. Trying to go there where they at. Seeing the evangelists being in the streets and watching young people with their swag and everything, you begin to learn how you got to adapt in order to win them. You got to learn how you got to go where they at in order to be able to reach them. So we're going to give you this one. This one is called, I Put God On. Okay. Anything that you may be going through, any situation that you may be facing, anything that you may be struggling with, step outside of yourself Come on now. and put God on. Come on Amen. 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 Look at Ricky. Look at Ricky. God. 
So is there anyone else has something they would like to say this morning? Good morning to Robin Lynn or something. Yeah. Speak till they might be sleeping over there. It might be resting. <laughs> Good morning to you, Minister Shonda. God bless you this morning. God bless you. Good morning, Brother Anthony. No, no, that's uh, my goddaughter, uh, um, Laura. Yeah. Good morning to you. Good morning to you, Sister Samoa. God bless you this morning. And again, we have our guest, our prophet is Robin Lynn Maven of Seattle, Washington. And, you know, uh, I just want to say real quick, uh, uh, times change and music changes. We have different types of music, you know, but mm-hmm. God never changes. Amen. So there are some churches that you might go into and they might want to persuade you that the only that Jesus is not the only way to God and mm. you don't have to live holy and you know and 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 your dress and and all of that so you 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 want to remember the old the old ways the old man all of that okay so don't 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 forsake. Don't forget that God doesn't change. So don't get caught up. I just want to encourage the people. Amen. Amen. <laughs> now and, and yeah. I, I do know this too. I do know this. God can use anything. Listen. If he used a chicken, he used a whale and a donkey. Yeah. So Peter before the, 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 the cop croaked three times he was gonna deny. The whale he used the whale to swallow up Jonah. God used these animals. He used the donkey. He said, Go down there and tell them I have if they ask you what 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 you want with this, I have need of it. Yeah. So <laughs> he can use anything, but we just want to be careful and remember the old way. And remember, God does not change, as she said. He was that way yesterday, he's that way today, and he'll be that way forevermore. It's a variety of music. But we have to be careful because people like different things, and they always want to be entertained, even in the church. I like jazz. Well, I like blues. Well, I like country western. Well, I like hip-hop. Well, I like soul music. Just so much. And so they try to find people that's doing those types of music and using the word of God in there, you know, or things about God in there. Yeah, but we got to be careful, as she said. Watch well as pray, you know, and, and if it's not God, he's going to move you out of there. He's going to let you know, uh-uh, get, hey, hey, don't play that no more. Get on away from that. Amen. And it will be all right today in Jesus' name. It's raining here, Brother Louis. It's raining over there in Ocala. But Anthony was down around there. He went through O'Kella. That had to be a Friday. I think he went through O'Kella. Uh, he went down to Chiefland, Florida. O'Kella, okay. Yeah. yeah uh, L.A. is in Lakeland, Florida. Oh, he right there across the bridge over there from Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and there's property in uh, Jasper. 
which I don't think is too far from you. I'm not sure are from uh, Jacksonville, I'm trying to say. Okay. Oh, I can't. Yeah. You're, saying, you're saying Jasper? Jasper, Florida. Jasper, Florida. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. On um, the Swanee that. River. Yeah, I was saying, what is she talking about? I never heard of that. Yeah, Jasper, right down the street, right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, right the on the Swanee yeah. River. There really is a Swanee River, y'all. Yeah, there really is. Way down upon the Swanee River. I right didn't there know in. that. I thought it was just... Yeah, not too far from Tallahassee. Yep, I'm trying to uh, convince him to give me uh, an acre or two on that plot of land. <laughs> okay, now which plot is that? Because I moved right there by you. I'll talk to him, too. I know on. that's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Now, is that in that's in the on the Swanee River? Where you yes. Fly? Yeah, and Jasper. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's like going to Tallahassee. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. I know all about that right there. But I tell you what, let's talk to him, uh, Robin, and see what he say. Okay. He might come up with a plan that we can pay for it. We never know. Amen. You know, and I, I'm, I've already been in talks with him about it, and okay. he said, he always says, "Well, you need to see the land first. And I'm like, "Yeah. Well, did you see the land before you purchased it?" Uh. Uh-uh. And he didn't, but he goes, well, that's just how I do business. Okay, fine. Then expect expect a visit from me soon. Mm -hmm. Well, I tell you what, send me the information, and I'll go down and look and come back and tell you, oh, it's a goal. It's a goal. It's a a goal mine. Whatever, you know. Okay. Okay. uh, You don't have to say, well, you need to go look at it first. Well, I sent my uh, agent over there. Yes, there you go, okay? And And that's how we do that, see? Okay, and she says everything is good over there, yeah, yeah. So maybe uh, he'll, you know, work with us and let us purchase something from him. Because I remember he was doing all that. He was looking and uh, for stuff and different things. I just just was Mm -hmm. one at the time not caught up into that. Line. And I'm still not today. Yeah. Now, what I do like is if I can be a blessing in some way to him, I would love to be a blessing to him because he came to the show many times and he was a blessing to my show. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been a, a real blessing uh, to me. I uh, There was a time that I wanted to discontinue uh, his show on my network because I I misunderstood L.A. Okay. And 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 when I misunderstood him, I did not uh, agree with okay. him. So you know, and and but God would not let me relinquish. <laughs> okay. 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 And uh. And it, it was just driving me crazy, you know, and, I, and I'm and i having conversations with God. But you said you love a cheerful giver. 
And he's like, mm-hmm, he didn't say nothing, right? <laughs> so I, I, I just remained steadfast in it. And then at one point, uh, uh, L.A., L.A.'s mother died. And L.A. started, um, he had some problems with her estate, you know, that he had to deal with. And he began to start keeping a prayer journal. Wow. A journal of, of, of Thanksgiving. Okay. And, and, and. And uh, then he started saying, you know, well, a lot of the things that I'm uh, uh, thankful for, you know, he was telling me you're associated with, I'm associated with, because okay. I've been, he would ask questions and he, I would give him solutions and stuff, you know, remedies, all wisdom comes from above. And he started acknowledging God and giving praise and thanks to God and 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 repeating scriptures to me and applying his life to scriptures that he's finding and things like that. And then all of a sudden he goes, he says, he goes, well, this is not all of a sudden. He goes, but when I write my Thanksgiving journal, I also send off tithes and offerings. Okay. And he goes, I've been sending off tithes and offerings to Creflo Dollar and T.D. Jakes. He says, but you're a minister and you have a ministry and you've been helping me. He says, the last 10 things that I wrote in my Thanksgiving journal you're associated with and okay. he started sending me sending me offerings okay wonderful wonderful yeah and that's and I'm just saying just that's my testament to being obedient mm -hmm. to what God says no matter how you feel Mm -hmm. about and if you can remove your feelings from it lean not to thine own understanding like for real for real i kept trying to understand and i was really really battling god and that's that was a sin that was a grave mistake and i just thank god that he extended grace mm -hmm. and mercy <laughs> towards me <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. can't imagine the surprise on my face <laughs> yes ma'am thank you lord thank you yeah, he is gracious merciful and he loves us yes he does and so mm -hmm. i am so mm -hmm. thankful that for his love because see love will yeah. lift and and when you repent yeah. Love makes you feel so much better about what you've done. He forget it, but every now and then you may remember it. And that love, you know he forgave you, so his love. And so I'm grateful unto him this morning for all he has done, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do. Let's look. 
All right, nobody has Hallelujah. Amen. Good morning, Apostle. God bless you, Apostle Boatwright. And uh, so if no one else have anything they would like to say this morning, I will pray us out, and we pray tomorrow God bring us back 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. And thank you so much uh, for coming today and uh, staying the time with me and we laughing and talking and remembering, you know, things from back in the day. And, you know, it was small times, as I call them, but God had a purpose. He had a purpose. And one thing I know, if you be faithful unto him, mm-hmm. he will bless whatever you're being faithful unto him too. Amen. Yes, he will. And like I said, Amen. I try not to do too much seeking people to come and be a part, but I let God do it because he would touch their hearts and minds and say, stay, go. He would do it. And a lot of times I know that people think it's me. Oh, I'm just, I like her. I like what she say over there. I believe this is the truth. Now God is moving. Hallelujah. And he gave you a mind to stay. And so I'm so thankful for those that come through the podcast and the archives. God bless you. God bless you. Somebody told me the other day, oh, I had to go back and listen to that just one more time. Yeah, and I try to bring different speakers, uh, men and women that I know is going to speak into your lives for the good of God. Yeah. And Lord Jones and my boy there, uh, Terry K. Anderson. Y'all going to help me preach this morning. When I hear him say that, I'm doing a great job. You are doing the most beautiful job I have ever seen. Wow. Wow, Robert. Yep. When we know anything good I've done, God did it. I can't take no credit. And I've been out here a long time. I love people and all that. Back and forth and bickering. I don't do all that. I don't don't got no time for all of that. I'm busy. Talk to the phone, because that's where I'll be. Yeah, I won't be fussing and fighting and trying to thin and prove with you and all of that, because God is God. And if we love him, we should show the signs that we love him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Lord. Jasper, Florida, said in the North Florida lowlands, 83 miles west of Jacksonville, 90 miles east of Tallahassee, 35 miles south of Valdosta, Georgia. I might run down there, but Louis to Valdosta, you know, one of them little spots that's eating something. 32 miles north of Lake City. Oh, I could go that yeah. way. I found it close to supplies, uh, but far enough away to retain some independence and solitude. Thank you so much, Brother Louis. God bless Thank you. Thank you, Brother Louis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that. So that's nowhere. I told you on the way to Tallahassee, 30 miles south. Yeah. Uh, that's, 90 miles. That's, that's nice. Okay, way down upon the Swanee River. Woo-hoo. That's okay. That's okay. We're going to wait for the original singer to sing it. Don't, don't worry about it. Listen, I keep telling you I don't mind. I know it, but we good right here. We, we good with just the talk. I, but I feel anointed. I got the anointing. Yeah, but it, it just wasn't in that Swanee River song. You understand? It's, it it's fine. In there. It's okay. Just, you know, I'm making a joyful noise. Well, it's okay if you don't make that particular joyful noise because it's not very joyful. <laughs> 
Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, again, thank you so much for coming today. I had a really great time, and it was good to talk about A.L. Davis and uh, what he's doing a little bit of. And, and if you get back in touch with him, because he texted me, he messaged me last night and let me know he would be coming today. But uh, if you get back in touch with him, tell him I'll go down and look at the land. Okay. And We'll be back in touch with him and ask him if he want to come in the morning because he's selling some land. I'd be more than happy to have him so he could share. Because land is important right now. I'm telling you, you could plant some stuff. All right. Uh, he's, right now, he's not, he's not selling land, but what he's doing is they are building tiny homes on on the land to to as a solution for people oh. who are houseless. Okay. Yes. You know what? Now that's what yes. I want. I, I want a tiny house. I love a tiny house. I had one. It wasn't mine, but I lived in one. And yeah. I had to go in and set it up because it was just an empty room with a bathroom and a shower and a sink and a sink in yes. the in the little part when you. When you come out the bathroom, that was a sink to your, it would be to your right, coming out of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. had to go in, I built the bed, and on top I had storage. Mm-hmm. On the side mm-hmm. of it, I put a long rod uh, from, yes. from the wall to the door, and I could hang, that was my closet. And on the bottom, I had a wooden yeah. box. And you could store your shoes and stuff in that wooden box as well. I put a computer desk right next to the bed with a chair and a stand-up lamp. By the front door, I had a chair and a plant. And next to it, I had a small refrigerator. And then next to that sink, I put a stove. So I created a a little house inside of Mm -hmm. that room with the bathroom and the two sinks the shower and the toilet. And when I tell you the man rented it to me, the building, for three fifty a month. I had the electric yeah. turned on. There was no service in there for a phone. Because whoever had yeah. it, you know, it was just a building and they didn't need a phone. But I had Bell South to come in and put me a phone line and everything. And I had a phone, I had the internet in there, and I lived in that little tiny house for about a year. And I worked not too far, walking distance from there. Uh, I worked for a place that was called Trojan Lake. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would walk to work sometime, and then uh, I got a car, and I started driving myself to work. I, when I started that job, I made about four fifty a week. Uh-huh. And when I left there, I was good. Yeah, yep. was People are, are putting... Uh, uh, tiny homes on their properties, yeah. and they're doing things like uh, if when they're empty, when they're vacant, they let them go for like Airbnbs and okay. things like that, and vacation rentals, and so it brings in some really nice income for for people. Yeah. You well, know, right. I, well, um, not here, not here. Excuse me for cutting you off, Robert. But not here, Robin Lynn, not here, but Jacksonville, there's a tiny house community they built, not too far from where Sister Jerry lives. They used to call uh-huh. it Sweetwater back in the day. 
West Connect area. So they put these little beautiful, cute little tiny houses. And when it was building them, and they got the first few built, I said, one day I'm going to go over and ask if I can look. But I, I had so much on my plate, I never did stop. But now they're completed. People done moved in them, into them and everything. And that's what I want me. I want me a tiny house. Because this is what I learned. The larger you have, the more stuff you're going to have. When I moved out of that private right. apartment, it was full. I gave all of that away, moved in here, and I was looking around the other day. I said, you got to get rid of it. If you have not used it in a year, and especially a year or two, get rid of it. Yeah. Water, Barbara, get rid of it. So that's, that's what I've been doing, too, cleaning closets out and and, and I think that's why my rack broke, changing things around. Because if I haven't used it in a year or two, it's got to go. I love gadgets and gadgets. I love uh, digital things. Yeah, I like all that kind of character. So uh, it's getting, I, I even got that's a, a. That's a major thing to realize. And, okay. and um, you know, I commend you uh on on that because a lot of people they'll look around and they say yeah I got a lot of stuff <laughs> yeah I'm hoarding but and they'll just can continue continue yeah. on like that and you you know God has so much for abundance mm-hmm. but it is it abundance if it's just sitting there not being used is that abundance mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I, I I commend you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I like you. <laughs> I, I thank you very much. I like you too. But you know, I don't like clutter. I hate clutter. Ooh, it, it, it's just confusing. So I I keep it, you know, organized to a certain degree. But now I'm seeing more and more stuff that I'm not using. I have a notebook with the notebook stand. Because, you know, back in the day, you used to take the laptop and put it up on a stand so that it could get air under there and it wouldn't get hot. So I have a stand. I have a notebook. I may even have a tablet that I don't use. And if somebody can use it, if you let me know, and uh, I'm not asking much. No, no, I don't want to ask much. But I want to sell it, all three so that I can get uh, another notebook. Yeah. And some college kid may be able to use it. Some adult may be able to use it. And even that tablet. Amen. So just let me Amen. Know. Yeah. And then um, the shoes and the clothes and a bunch of other things, pots, pans, all kind of stuff. I'm giving that away. Because I, I, I don't know what happened, but it looked like I bought two different sets of pots or something. And I didn't really buy it. I bought the first set and somebody, you know, gave me a set for a birthday, Christmas, something. And then when Christmas came, I, I had crock pots and all kinds of things. Uh, uh, I can't think of her name now, but this minister up north, when I first met her, she sent me a digital, um, what we used to call them back in the day, steam pot. What that thing was called? Pressure cooker. I yeah, I, I saved that so when my daughter come home, we would cook together and use that. 
We Well, she came home and so hyped and want to run the streets all the time. We didn't get a chance to cook it. So hopefully next month she'll be back and we'll cook in that pot. But I got all kind of stuff that I need to get out of here that I'm not using. Some things may be brand new in the box, but I'm not using it. And I don't want to clutter up my kitchen no more than I have to. I had to take a dish rack that you put the dishes in the dry and put the lids to the pot to organize that. And then, you know, <laughs> so I'm getting rid of some stuff. And if you locally and you want it, you're welcome to it. If you heard something and you 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 far and you said, well, I pay for the shipping on it, let me know, and I'd be more than happy to to do you better than eBay. I mean, ship it right away to you. Yeah, because I have quite a few things. And, and one day, see, on me, you, and Pastor David, we gonna get together and hook this thing up that we that I bought a while ago that we were supposed to hook up before Christmas, and I never did get around to it. I was sick. And I know it's been, what, almost six months later, but eventually uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, because I know he know what to do. He know what to do. And I, I just want to have you there because, see, he may speak some foreign stuff that I don't understand, and you'll break it down for me. Yeah, that's the way I see that. I tell people, oh, I, what you say that was? I said, okay, well, I got somebody. Let me ask them about it. And uh, I can ask CR. I mean, real, real savvy. And very intelligent and very smart. Ooh. And so I ask her, and she breaks it down right. But you know, she break it down to the lowest term in everyday English. Cause they they speak in some kind of foreign language over there. I don't know what you're talking about. And I bring it back to her. I said, "Well, see, on this, this, and this." She said, "Oh yeah, Miss Barbara. Well, da 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 da. Okay, and I thank God for. And when I say that, with uh uh again with. Pastor Terry K. Anderson say you're going to help me preach this, won't you? That's what I think of CR. Because I be speaking and she be giving me words. Yeah, that, 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 this right here, uh huh, and that right there. <laughs> CR going to help me preach this, won't you? I got, I got, I got a friend girl. When I begin telling her my testimony, she be like all interjecting. I be like, excuse me. Are you going to tell the testimony or am I? <laughs> uh, that's, not the, that's not the way she is. That's not the way she flows. The way she flows is on what I need. She give me what I need. Do you hear me? Yeah. And if I can't think of something or remember something, and I say, oh, I can't remember right now. See on what? Uh, I might just say I can't remember right. She had texted to me. <laughs> Louis, Louis Good over helping me too. Lua is great at helping me. I could be talking about a scripture. So see, I'm not, I'm not one of them kind that always giving a scripture where I found it, this and that. You got to watch them kind of people. Uh-huh. It's the word of God. And whether you believe it or not, it's right by itself. It's true by itself. Amen. And so many mornings I'll be talking and Lua will send me the scripture. I said, well, look at this right here. Yeah, because what I'm telling you is in the word. I may not tell you exactly where, but it is the word of God. I'm not going to bring no lie to you. Oh, I got too much to pay for. No, I can't mm-hmm. bring no lie. If God didn't say it, I'm not going to say it. Uh-uh. Because that, that's just not right. But you got that. Now, that's what you call that Bible thumping and Bible beating. And they got another name mm-hmm. for 
they're going to give you, because see, they mm-hmm. think they make them look some kind of way. They think, and I hold a whole conversation, never say these and vows, never tell you where it's at in the Bible, and I'm speaking the word to you the whole time. Now, that's God. Everyday common language, English, and I'm speaking the word of God to you. And I've heard people say, you know what? I believe that right there. Oh, yeah, that's got to be true. And I think to myself, yeah, you done heard it before, but you didn't hear it like this. Yeah, and some people say, oh, that's the truth right there. God said that because they've been in the Word. You know what I'm saying? They've been studying. They've been praying. They've been fasting. They've been reading. They've been asking for understanding and wisdom and knowledge. And God is pointing into them. And when they run into me, I'm speaking plain language. But they understand and they believe because they know that's the word. It was like you, one lady told me, she was like, you explained that so good. All that you said, them scriptures, I said, really? She said, oh, yes, ma'am, that's in the word. And I don't never tell them. I don't never go back and tell them, yeah, that's the word. I don't say that. I keep going. God needs some real people out here speaking what he said. And you don't take nothing away from him. Don't take nothing from him. Come out first Peter two and three and, and folks looking at you, oh, they know the Bible. What ain't living nothing? Not living nothing unto God. But you know the scriptures. Put them into practice. Apply them to your everyday life. And let's see what God do. Through you with his word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Only reason I have a title, God gave me one. And, and all it represents is work. Used to be some hard work. God has lightened the load. But all that evangelist represents is work. Uh-huh. Yeah. And when you say Sister Barbara, that represents work. Yeah. It, 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 it's no thing for me to get all hyped up over. Oh, I'm an evangelist. You're going to respect me. Uh-uh. I'm full of work. Come help me. <laughs> Come help me with the work. So listen, it has been a pleasure again. Uh, uh, Robin Lynn Maven, thank God for you. Thank you for coming through today. And if you're not too busy for the anniversary, I truly would like to work with you for the 13th okay. year. Okay. Okay. Yes, I will definitely be here this year. Okay, okay. God bless you, and God bless A.L. Davis, and I uh, get back with them, Robin, and I'm going down there, because I, you know, okay. I could even leave, I could leave Lake Butler on Sunday from the prison and head on down there and take a look. Okay, okay, good, good, good. So we'll be, I'll be talking with him and doing that, just setting all that down up within the next day or so then. Okay, wait a minute. I've got something and I didn't read it. Good. Wait, wait, a wait a minute. Say that healing comes quickly. Good morning, Pastor. Good to hear you again. Peace. Uh, this was Acts 238. Uh, good to hear you again as well. I'm back. Can't sleep. Brother Lewis. Uh, hey, okay, okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure uh, I got it. Now, wait a minute. He sent me this and I want to copy this. I want to save it. Okay, I'm going to save this because I want to 
look over this. Wait a minute. He gave me. You know, Lou is amazing. He is amazing. Oh, for, for Jasper. Yeah, I couldn't ask for a Information better chat. Jasper. Yeah, I couldn't ask for a better chat person. Too much stuff by Eric Bill. <laughs> See, Lewis doing some stuff and have me laugh. All right, let's pray. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. I thank you for Robin and Maven coming by today. Lord, I thank you for the wonderful time I've had here this morning. Thank you for every caller and every listener, those coming through the archives and the podcast. Thank you for Apostle Boatwright and those that join the chat when they can. Father, we thank you for Louis, who has been a blessing to me for 13 years and more. I'm thanking. God, I love you. I give you glory. I give you honor and praise. And as we depart this morning, Father, help us to be workers unto you. Help us to seek your face with our whole heart. Help us to turn from our wicked ways. Lord, help us to seek you like never before. God, whatever this famine and different things that's coming, Lord, help us to prepare in the name of Jesus. Open up the eyes of your people. Open up their wisdom, their knowledge, and understanding. And those that's chasing money and all this stuff and things, Lord, stop them in their tracks and show them your word is important. Prayer is more important. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Bless our going out this morning and our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. And Father, even financial miracles Open doors and make ways for your people today. And Lord, not just so they can buy stuff and things, but God, they can be a blessing unto others. You love a cheerful giver. Father, it can help them to spread the good news of you even further. The Lord, those that are seeking you and those that are drawing, they will be able to let their light shine so that men can see it and glorify you. In the name of Jesus, bless us today, O oh God. In a mighty way, uncommon blessings, uncommon favor, uncommon miracles. We are your people, Lord, and we're seeking you. You are our shepherd, and we don't have to want. So we're asking for this today in the name of Jesus. All of it, Father, in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today. May the 22nd, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye, and we are going to our last song of the morning. And after this song, I won't be coming back. Hallelujah. You are my hiding 
Thank you. God bless you. Have a blessed day. All right now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> I got to end it. I guess I'll end it. Hold on one second, Mrs. Crown. Oh, I didn't get one. Okay. Wait a minute, give me one minute.
okay, I'm out. I am out. <laughs> <laughs> 